Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's way more good happening in the world every single day, but why aren't they telling you? Get the good stuff at JustinBarkley.com slash good news. Get the good news, stories, ideas, and updates that are sure to put a smile on your face. That's JustinBarkley.com slash good news. JustinBarkley.com slash good news. Live from high atop Monroe Center in downtown Grand Rapids, we're talking about what matters most to you in West Michigan. Join the conversation now at 616-774-2424. That's 616-774-2424. It's West Michigan Live with Justin Barkley on Wood Radio. Radio. Welcome in. It is another, well... Gorgeous day today so far. Sunshine. I'll take it. Lots to talk about a free-for-all Friday. It is Friday, January the 8th, 2021. On a day that we're now already seven days into, and folks are asking, hey, can I return this thing for, uh... I'm done with my seven-day free trial. It's, it's, uh... (laughs) There are some people who even want to go back to, to 2020. Say it ain't so. Hey, we'll try and shine a little light on some of the good things happening, too. We'll get to all that coming up. First, this. News, weather, and traffic. Lots of news today. Stories of the day. We're talking about what matters most in West Michigan and beyond. This is the Big Three. Now, today's Big Three. All powered by our good friends at Heartland Home Mortgage. Never been a better time to buy or refi, especially if you're looking at the new year. You want to make some changes? Maybe you got some financial goals? And get rid of some of that credit card debt. There's debt consolidation and things like that that they're working on taking care of people. This is the time to do it. Call my good friend Dave Galloway, 616-974-9105, or go online to hhmlending.com. Number one. President Trump, big news yesterday, calling for healing and reconciliation following the unrest at the Capitol. And a speech that was about two minutes or so long. Play the full version coming up here in just a little bit. But it's what he said in that speech that people are talking about today. He told Americans that he's now turned his focus to ensuring a, quote, smooth, orderly, and seamless transition to a new administration that will be inaugurated on January 20th in a brief message. Capitol Police officer died of injuries suffered in Wednesday's violence at the Capitol. Officer Brian Sicknick is the fifth person to die after events there that day. Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sunday is resigning and speaking of resignations. Betsy DeVos has resigned yesterday as Education Secretary. She's now the second cabinet member to resign after the rights uh, at the uh, Capitol there. And members remaining in the uh, administration there are just a few. She was one of those. Number two. Number two. Capitol Police officer who shot and killed Ashley Babbitt, a 14-year Air Force veteran and Trump supporter, 
at the Capitol on that Wednesday morning has been suspended. Newsweek reported Capitol Police Chief announced the officer had been placed on administrative leave. Hopefully some answers in that video. An absolutely heartbreaking day for, for several. Number three. Ottawa County Department of Public Health I wish this was better news. It says it will not likely be able to expand its vaccine rollout next week. The governor has promised this along with the health department saying that there's going to be vaccines available for folks of a certain age group. But the health department says it doesn't even have enough vaccines to complete the first phase. They're asking for patients from residents saying they will be notified when the vaccines become more available. Same here in Kent County. We'll talk to Director of the Kent County Health Department, Dr. Adam London, coming up Monday morning and dig into what's happening. A lot of vaccines yet to roll out, even though they've been delivered here in the state of Michigan. What is happening in this entire process? The news you need to know, you're just not hearing. Coming up. Oh, it's speaking of that news, make sure you get the good newsletter, justinbarclay.com. Slash good news is the president's been kicked off of almost every single platform he's been on. Like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Shopify, even. I wonder if he's still got a MySpace. Kicked off. We don't know what's going to happen in the coming days, not just to the president, but any if they can kick the president off, they can kick anyone. You, me, anyone else. So let's stay in touch. Go to justinbarclay.com, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y, justinbarclay.com, slash good news, and we'll uh, make sure we do that. You can hear the news they don't want you to hear. Speaking of some of that, there is a story that uh, just came out. A matter of fact, the uh, paper has this. A couple of stories that I just noted, and I thought, well, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe you'd like to hear. He said, I, I don't really think you're hearing this anywhere else. One West Michigan man who was arrested in D.C. on Wednesday is not a Trumpster, according to his stepfather. I just tweeted this story. If you want to go find it, it's up on my Twitter right now at Mr. Justin Barkley. This is from the paper. 25-year-old Grand Rapids man arrested in the aftermath. The U.S. Capitol right is not a Trumpster, his stepfather said. Andrew Hanselman spoke about his stepson Thursday. He was one of six Michigan residents arrested and among 70 arrested overall by Washington, D.C. Metropolitan and U.S. Capitol Police inside or near the federal building, according to a report released by the Washington, D.C. Metropolitan Police Department. Hanselman's stepson arrested on Vermont Avenue Northwest, some two miles from the Capitol building, at least three blocks from the White House. He was arrested on initial charges of carrying a pistol without a license, possession of large capacity ammunition feeding device, in possession of unregistered ammunition, the police report shows. The quote says, he is not a Trumpster. Not a MAGA person. We're totally flabbergasted as to the charges. Biological father, the 25-year-old, told the Detroit Free Press that he believes his son was there to protest against the Trump supporters. His son had participated in Black Lives Matter causes and was interested in fighting for social justice. Hanselman said he was shocked to learn his stepson had a firearm with him. 
Anselman himself is a disabled veteran and served in Iraq in 2008. He has a strong view of Trump's presidency. He's not a fan. Interesting, though. Because um, if you watch any of the news reports, everything that we would see looks like this all the chaos was due to folks who were there supporting the president and were there, some folks even said, to overthrow it in a coup. Nancy Pelosi now suggesting impeachment if the vice president and cabinet don't and won't remove the president by 25th Amendment. Oh, certainly that'll calm things down quite a bit, won't it, folks? Mrs. Speaker. Speaking of incitement, and this from Fox News, there are, by the way, pictures, and this is the thing about 2021, (laughs) and it was the same in 2020. You can't hide anything. Cameras are everywhere via cell phones. If last year was a year of revelation, in other words, everything would be exposed. People would start to see things the way they are. It's my prayer that 2021 continues down that road and the truth will be revealed. Speaking of the truth, let's get down to the bottom of it. A Black Lives Matter activist who was documented inside the Capitol building claiming he wasn't there to protest. He wasn't there to cause damage. He was just there documenting. An anti-Trump activist who once said he wanted to rip the president out of the office entered the Capitol building Wednesday along a mob. He said he was just there to document it. There's this narrative going around right now that Antifa was the people there causing the riots, causing the tension. They were the only people breaking into the Capitol. I wanted to be able to tell a part of history and show that wasn't anything but the case. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Look, I'm going to tell you something, and and this is not something you're hearing anywhere else. I'm going to bring you some reason, a little bit of balance, a little bit of truth. What happened on Wednesday was heartbreaking. The loss of life, and five of them now, individuals who were there supporting the president, that young woman, Ashley Babbitt, who was shot, Executed, I believe. Absolutely heartbreaking. It's very sad what happened to her, but also to that Capitol Police officer. We don't know the specifics of how that police officer died. I'm sure we'll learn more about those. The Capitol Police were very unprepared, but I hate to see any of that happen. Here is the truth. The truth is, there were people who wanted to instigate this type of violence, who were involved in that crowd. There were people who have ties to Black Lives Matter, to Antifa. There were two bombs planted at the RNC and DNC inside the Capitol that day. Not the building, but inside D.C. Pipe bombs. We still haven't heard and, and, and don't know, although they have released pictures of the individual. They found inside a van there... Long guns and things uh, of that nature look like bombs and things that they were set to uh, cause some greater damage than what had even occurred that day. We have may have dodged something even bigger. 
But the truth about what happened Wednesday will continue to trickle out here and there. No one is free completely of blame or guilt in this situation. We all bear responsibility for it. That includes those pious politicians who are so quick to point the finger of blame at other people. The Democrats and even Republicans. If we want to know who's to blame for what happened Wednesday, we got to look no further than the mirror. We all are. We get the government we deserve. We get the justice that we allow. And you had a, a massive amount of people at the Capitol. And at that uh, Save America rally, some say a million, maybe more. Traditionally in these gatherings have been very positive, and they were for the most part. But you know this, the old standard it only takes a few bad apples to spoil the whole bunch. And those bad apples could have been in the form of those uh, folks who wanted to incite and instigate this violence. We know that's happened at uh, Black Lives Matter or uh, protest for other situations. We saw it happen here in Grand Rapids. People on the ground described what happened. This is a few people. It only took a few people to set off and spark what ended up becoming a dark spot on our history here in Grand Rapids. Same thing with what happened at the Capitol. Now, there were people there who were supporting the president who also did things that they should not have done. But nobody else is willing to tell you this. Nobody else is willing to give you the balance of this. Instead, we hear continued calls for the president's impeachment and that he must step down or he should be removed. This is all just further set to exploit the situation politically. Fan the flames. And that's what these politicians do. They speak out of both sides of their mouth. On one side, oh, we got to have calm. On the other, fanning the flames. I'll tell you what I'm calling for. I'm calling for prayer. I am calling for healing. I'm calling for reconciliation like the uh, the president mentioned. But I think the only way we get there is on our knees. And I'll say it again. Please join me. Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. This moment calls for healing and reconciliation. Will we have it? We'll talk about that and what comes next. In just moments, plus your phone calls, it's a free-for-all Friday, and you can join the conversation at any time at 616-774-2424. We promise to get to you right after this on World Radio. About 90 seconds out on West Michigan Live. Welcome in to new World Radio. It's West Michigan Live. And um, I would say Happy New Year, but I don't know. Happy is the word to describe it. Justin at justinbarclay.com. 616-774-2424 is the number you can join. West Michigan Live is a free-for-all Friday. Big question is, after we've seen what we've seen over the last few days and the latest from the president last night, 
what happens next. Former Michigan Senator Patrick Kolbeck, who's been in this fight for the president, has been joined us through this entire, uh, well, through the entire year um, in many different ways. Pat, we appreciate you being here. We know you were at the Capitol in Lansing the other day in prayer with a lot of folks and uh, quite a different scene. So let's just start from there. Um, what happens next? Well, first of all, at the end of your last segment, you were talking about people getting down on their knees in prayer. And I think that's the first thing we need to do. And frankly, we should have been doing it all along. Many of us have. There's mm -hmm. been a, yeah. for those of you who don't know, there's been a nightly prayer call. Um, it literally for 70 days of, of prayer, nine o'clock. It started out with just a, a few dozen people, but blossomed into hundreds of people from all over the country joining us every single night praying at nine o'clock. So, um, yeah. And uh, we, we need to remember, uh, God's not a genie in the bottle. <laughs> we don't want to sit there. You pray for Donald Trump as president, renew another four years or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's that's not the way this works. God's working on our hearts. He's working on the long term. And uh, that's what we're dealing with right now. That's why yesterday's event uh, or the the, uh, the January 6th, sorry, all the days are blending together now. I understand. The events on January 6th uh, where we were out there just praying at the Capitol was great. Uh, the people there and, and and i've spoken at my share of trump rallies i've spoken <laughs> i've been at my share of trump rallies um i know what the spirit is that's generated at these trump rallies it is not the spirit that we saw exemplified at the capitol on january 6th um so i'm convinced there are instigators i have insiders that tell me specifically that they had uh, been following an antifa troop to go off and and push this and if you've ever seen antifa training videos they deliberately go off and try to blend in with a crowd and then instigate behavior that takes advantage of this tinderbox of emotions that we're all experiencing with this election. So, Patrick, so, let, let me ask you, because, I mean, I want to make this clear because I said it earlier. Yeah. I believe that's what happened, but I also believe there were some well-meaning folks who got caught up in it. Yeah, I do too. And, and it's kind of the slipstream in Daytona when you're, mm -hmm. you know, uh, when you're getting behind that lead car in the, in the, uh, in NASCAR, you know, it makes it a lot easier to kind of just go along with the flow and go along with the crowd. So and what should, no doubt in my mind that some people did that. What should that we should, know and learn from this? Because I think one of the things is, Hey, the, the if you hold these events moving forward, that, that is a possibility. What do people need to know? Well, I think a key thing everybody needs to know is that we're in a battle right now between those who want to fundamentally transform America and those who want to fundamentally preserve all those noble and true and Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Excellent and praiseworthy about America. And the folks that want to transform America are Saul Linsky acolytes. And... Acolytes. and, and um, just so you guys know, Saul Alinsky wrote a book called Rules for Radicals, which he dedicated to Lucifer. And uh, Hillary Clinton was an acolyte of uh, Saul Alinsky. Barack Obama taught his uh, philosophy at the University of Chicago. Um, and one of the key tenets of this Saul Alinsky philosophy is that the action is in the reaction. So in other words, you get us all stirred up. There's, a, there's an environment here. And, and keep in mind, the folks who are on the fundamental preservation of America side, they like to follow the rule of law. They provide, they are peaceful at heart. 
they're most of them are people of faith and uh you know it takes a lot to go off and get them riled up and say and uh, and to take any sort of violent action the left knows this and so what they're going to do is just keep poking and prodding and hoping for that action that comes out of a reaction to all the other events that are coming out uh, that in a given area. So every time you go to an event, keep in mind that there are agitators that are trying to get you to move out of the out of your normal state, which is you want to follow the rule of law, you want to do what is noble, you want to do what is good, and they're they're out there trying to prod and press on that. And you can see it in the social media traffic. We're talking I mean, about we're talking about prayer as well. And 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 Patrick, another piece of this is that I know it's it's. It, it's tough, but it's the Martin Luther King Jr. I know Glenn Beck was talking about this yesterday, but it's the MLK way of handling things. You have yeah. to be prepared for that. It, exactly. And this is a case where if you run into a tinderbox like that and you're not centered, you're not focused on the spirit, you're not prayed up going into that, you're going to be swept up into a suite of emotion that is not godly. And I'll tell you, this: the progressive movement in America right now is about as amoral as it can get. And uh, and so you need to recognize what what we're up against and they will say anything, do anything. And right now, see how much time we spent just on what they've pushed as a narrative yesterday or the uh, the January 6th. The push was for a lawful discussion, a reasoned debate over whether or not we should be certifying the electors in various battleground states because of the evidence of significant election fraud that happened there. That didn't happen. They were very successful in this operation to go off and change the narrative. I, I, I tried to change the narrative back on January 6th and before this. You know that. I actually put out a very detailed breakout of the case for decertification of Michigan. It's just 80 pages. I haven't posted all the links to the specific affidavits because I'm trying to redact the personal information because we are dealing with an amoral uh, mm-hmm. uh, opposition, if you will, on this that that have already been on record as doxing different, um, like the board of canvassers and, and exposing people. I don't want to, I, we've got the names out there, but I don't want to put out personal information, uh, for these individuals out there. Um, but the evidence is clear and that evidence still deserves its day in court. But I got to take a quick break, Pat. Hang on one second. If you're following with us on Facebook and Twitter, you continue, we'll continue the conversation. We got to take a quick break. We'll grab our headlines. Bottom of the hour, we'll come back with the rest of this. What happens next is very important, something you probably won't be hearing anywhere else. Stick with us. We're right back. Free for all Friday, too. You can join the conversation after this on West Michigan Live. Another shot at $1,000, $200, stimulus. Pelosi wouldn't do it for you. Mitch McConnell wouldn't do it for you. president said he would. Well, it didn't happen, so we're going... Digging deep into our pockets here at iHeartMedia in West Michigan. We'll radio and we'll give you a shout at a thousand bucks coming up right before the Glenn Beck program. We are back live on Free For All Friday. You can join us at 616-774-2424. Justin at JustinBarkley.com. We got folks on the phone line that want to talk, ask questions as well. Former Michigan State Senator Patrick Colbeck joins us. The question is what happens next? And Pat, we got some questions here from some people. We're trying to answer some of those. Um, people are concerned. And they have questions. I'm going to try and get some of these answered. Carl has a question about one of these these things. And Carl, we'll start with you. Your question for uh, former senator here in Michigan of the state, Patrick Colbeck. Good morning, Carl. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, so my question is, if 
he's leaving on the 20th. If President Trump is going to hand over power, why the push to impeach him? I mean, 12 days away. Why waste all that time and money? Patrick? Why did uh, Speaker Pelosi rip up his State of the Union speech? I mean, this is what we're dealing with. Uh, they're petulant, and uh, what they want to do is make sure that he leaves office with a stain. And, uh, I mean, right now, to this day, whenever everybody talks about corruption in government, what do they talk about? They talk about Nixon and Watergate, right? Yeah. And so that's it's just spite. And we're dealing with some very amoral uh, people, and um, they, they're not motivated by the same things that you and I are motivated they, by. They are also talking about um, adding some language that he wouldn't be able to run uh, in 24, um, extra things like that. I mean, there, there's a lot more at stake than just getting him out right now. And there's a whole movement that they're trying to describe, right. and we're starting to That's see That's exactly it. That's exactly it. What they want to make sure is those 75 million voters that Justin was talking about earlier are disenfranchised so that their voice does not matter anymore in the public discourse. Ultimately, what they're trying to do is discredit not the president. They're trying to discredit the rest of us that supported the president because he was looking out for us. Lisa's got a question here on uh, Facebook. Patrick, is there any information on reports from Italy? Have you seen this story about what's coming out of Italy, and do you have any information you can share about it? There's an affidavit talking about how the votes were actually shifted in overseas servers. Um, now, we know for a fact from previous investigations that uh, what happens is when you actually capture the vote tallies um, from the tabulators out at the precincts, it goes to a Dominion server. That Dominion server is, there, is also connected to... Um, different uh, data aggregators, if you will. And one of those is CITL, and they're responsible for security. Um, just so you know, CITL is an organization where they had some developers that developed a tool called the decorator module. And this decorator module would take in voting results and actually change them to whatever the desired result is and then smooth out all the allocations among different precincts and et cetera, and, and different candidates all the way across the board. What's being alleged in little, Italy is that that feature, that application of CITL was actually being implemented inside Italy. And now we have other affidavits that attest to that being done overseas. There's message traffic from uh, affidavit that hasn't gotten the time of day yet, but from my, mili from my uh, military intelligence analyst from the 305th Military Intelligence Battalion, um, they've been monitoring traffic in the, in the 2020 election. They identified that our voting data is going overseas. And these are, have ties to China and Iran, and uh, this should be a concern to everybody, this foreign collusion. But, of course, there's nothing to see here, according to the media. They don't want to even investigate into this, but I have serious concerns. That's something that should deserve the light of day, just like what we're talking about with Italy. The report came out yesterday that, uh, I guess, just after the certification took place, that the, uh, uh, the folks at uh, National Intelligence released that report on election interference, and turns out China played a bigger role than what most wanted uh, to acknowledge. That's interesting timing on all of this. Uh, what, yeah. what, do we, what do we do with this? Well, I, a lot of this information, just so you know, if you go to letsfixstuff.org and you go into the Kraken post on it, it talks about suit after suit. There, In the Sidney Powell lawsuit, you'll see the references to the affidavit specifically on this topic on the concerns around Dominion voting systems and their ownership. 
um, and uh, how their system actually is designed to work. So there's a lot of information you can go off and gain out of that. Just reading the lawsuits. If you haven't had an opportunity to read them, I've got five of the lawsuits that were filed that uh, reference a lot of these affidavits up at uh, letsfixstuff.org. Um, I, uh, so I encourage you to dig into that. Also, if you go in and review the latest post that I have on the case for Michigan decertification, um, it provides, uh, it, it alludes to a lot of this evidence that we're talking about right now. President gave uh, a recorded speech last night. Here's a little bit of that from last night. Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. This moment calls for healing and reconciliation. Patrick, is there any hope for people who have held out hope this entire time in what happens next? Well, first of all, I, I hope YouTube and Twitter banned that uh, pitch for re- reconciliation because that's just not acceptable in today's uh, uh, narrative, according to them. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm joking, of course, but uh, the fact that the president has been banned from those platforms is ridiculous right now. In regards to the hope, I mean, ultimately, people of faith, I, our hope isn't in people in government. <laughs> Please don't put it in government. Please don't put it into any individual in government. Please put it in Jesus Christ. That's the only place you've got the ultimate hope. And I um, I think uh, right now what we're seeing is time. it's time to make sure that your uh, house is planted on rock. It's got a rock for a foundation, not shifting sands. Because if you're in shifting sand mode in these times that we're in right now and the times that we're going to be in for the next four years, it appears, um, you're going to be in trouble. So I, I would suggest first and foremost, the priority is getting God's word, get down on your knees and, uh, and make sure that you're focused on who's truly going to deliver us from all these issues. Yeah. Uh, let me, uh, couple take a couple of quick calls and we'll grab some of your comments as well and questions if you have them. And, uh, 616-774-2424. Uh, John was actually in DC on Wednesday. John, good morning. Appreciate you being on with us this morning. How are you? Thanks, Justin. Uh, I really appreciate all you do. I just appreciate how you communicate with your callers. Um, you are a great listener. Uh, I appreciate that you are uh, communicating that our hope is not in the federal government. And uh, I just, uh, I do, but I want to just briefly share my experience from Wednesday. It truly was uh, a stop the rally, I mean, stop the steal uh, rally. That's, that's what the intention was. And uh, I was there uh uh, just uh, on, uh, near the Washington Monument, and there was uh, the crowd, no question, was of, by, and for the people. It. Uh, we ran into two guys next to us. Uh, we stood there for four hours in a cold, wet, damp field, mm. and it was is. Uh, it was an epic event. Uh, but two guys uh, standing next to us drove in their car from Portland, Oregon, spent the night in their car each night as they drove over. Um, we had, uh, I was amazed at the diversity of the crowd. Um, people in wheelchairs, yes, in the mud. Uh, people and folks that brought in uh, kids of all ages, kids in strollers, 
I was amazed at the number of Asians that were there. Uh, I saw state flags from just about every state in the republic. It was uh, it was peaceful. It was encouraging. It was uh, momentous. And then, as you know, the tide turned a little bit. Mm. Uh, I I listened to you earlier, and uh, yeah, I do believe that there were uh, some Trump supporters that got motivated to get into the the energy of, of taking uh, or moving into the Capitol building. Um, and uh, but I just wanted to share that truly it was a a, a crowd that. Uh, um, wanted to to send a message and uh um it uh there there were by the way there were no porter potties <laughs> it uh it was that was disheartening a little bit i mean the streets were they're empty before we started to, to move over to the capitol building but uh thanks again for your show i uh, really appreciate you and uh, uh you're, you're a quality guy john thanks for calling i appreciate the report as well have a great day uh, a lot of questions uh, remain. You just talked about that path forward, and we'll leave it with this. As we talked and, and called for prayer, I, I believe that's, you know, when there's when, when everything else looks hopeless, the only thing we can do, really, I think through this whole thing, you've been, uh, you've been talking about it and doing it throughout, uh, Pat, but, uh, you know, if today seems dark, you know, what could be coming, Joe Biden describes himself as you know, darkness, the darkest days ahead. How do, how do folks make it through that, Pat? Uh, we were just talking about it in prayer. And uh, some of the other things that weren't promoted on the media, um, but we had Trump supporters that were pulling on ostensibly Antifa, you know, instigators that were breaking down windows, yeah, whatever, pulling too. them back yeah. and saying, knock it off. Mm-hmm. And so part of it is to, Make sure that whenever you're in these rallies, and there will be more rallies, make sure that uh, we're not part of the problem, we're part of the solution. The other thing is we need to identify communication channels we can trust, like your show, Justin. There's there's uh, very few source of information, frankly, that are out there now that you can trust. And I would encourage people to go off and seek those uh, outlets out because mm-hmm. um, there's getting to be fewer and fewer outlets out there that it, you can go off and, and uh, trust the veracity of what they're telling you. For that uh, specifically, we'll let you know, podcast and blog at letsfixstuff.org for Patrick, where he, he's doing a lot of great work keeping people uh, abreast of what's going on. Uh, make sure you go over and follow him. Patrick, we appreciate you being here with us. God bless you. And uh, we'll continue to keep up the conversation as uh, more of this plays out. Hey, thank you very much, my friend, and knock him alive. You got it. God bless, brother. There he is. Patrick Kolbeck, former state senator here in Michigan. We appreciate you being with us today. And again, you can go on over to justinbarclay.com slash good news. Get the good news that they don't want you to hear, my good newsletter. Justinbarclay.com slash good news. More of your calls. We've got to try and get a couple of more in here uh, in just minutes. And we appreciate you being here on News Radio Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. We're trying to wrap things up right after this. Folks, I hate to do it, but we are out of time today. I, I want to just say that uh, it's an honor and a privilege to be here with you every day. 
No matter how much time we get to get to your phone calls or things that you want to talk about, your emails, I always get a chance to read those, and I just appreciate you being here with us. No matter what happens in the coming days, we'll continue these conversations. We'll be here with you and for you, even if others aren't. That's going to do it for us. Uh, coming up Monday, there's not enough vaccines to get them into the, the arms of the uh, the older folks that the governor here in Michigan promised to do. We'll talk about why that is and what's coming next with Kent County Health Department Director Dr. Adam London Monday morning right here on News Radio Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. In the meantime, keep the faith. Again, I hit my knees and pray for this country and I hope you'll join me in the coming days for that peace, that reconciliation, of course, the healing that needs to take place. Just a small town and the truth that would come out. Make it a great weekend. Back here Monday morning. Limbeck program and a shout out to Thousand Bucks coming after our news on Wood Radio. God bless. That's it for today. Join me online at justinbarclay.com or on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok at Mr. Justin Barclay. Leave a comment, give us a rating, and follow us on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of West Michigan Live with Justin Barclay was produced and engineered by Joe Balecki. I'm Justin Barclay, and this is West Michigan Live. Make it a great day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.